In this episode of the Reno Storytellers Project, Anjanette Damon, the city government reporter for the Reno Gazette Journal, tells the story of learning to ski for the first time, except that it was only recently, and it was scarier than facing the police chief for a difficult interview. So, I recently found myself on the middle of a steep, icy, black diamond ski run at Kirkwood Mountain. Now, for a lot of people, this wouldn't be really that big a deal. I mean, I'm at a resort. I'm not out in the backcountry, like, going to fall off a cliff or anything. But for me, I happened to grow up in Reno, and I never learned how to ski as a kid. I really don't know how this happened. Well, I have an idea how it happened, but that's another story. Um, and now that I'm out on the slopes, and you see these kids, you see these three-year-olds, as referenced by Ben, they are just bombing down the mountains. I mean, they don't have it in their head, first of all, what might actual harm may become them bombing down a ski run. And they're so close to the ground. Like, if they fall, <laughs> what's going to happen? Like, I'm way up here. If I fall and I have brittle bones, you know, like, that's going to be bad. <laughs> so let me take you back to the, the time when I decided, hey, this is going to be a really fun idea. Let's learn how to ski when you're almost 40. Um, <laughs> So this was almost four years ago, and a wonderful new man came into my life, my boyfriend, who um, is an amazing skier. I mean, you can't keep up with him. He's beautiful when you watch him go down the slopes. I also, at the time, had a 10-year-old son, and I knew that there were only a few more years before the dreaded teen years when hanging out with mom's probably not going to be the funnest thing on the agenda. <laughs> And he's a snowboarder. So I thought, okay, great. This is going to be a fun activity that we can all do together on the mountains. Um, and speaking of mountains, I love the mountains. You, on any weekend, you're probably going to find me climbing some peak or exploring some mountain trail that I don't know. Uh, but I didn't have an activity to get me out to my favorite place in the wintertime. I did some snowshoeing, um, but that wasn't really, that wasn't quite enough. So if you know anything about me professionally, I am as Ben said, the uh, watchdog reporter at the Reno Gazette Journal. And I am a pretty confident person when it comes to my job. I've been doing this a long time. It's kind of an adversarial job. Um, if you ask people, <laughs> they'll tell you I'm not afraid to take on anybody from the police chief to the mayor to governors to even presidential candidates. I know what I'm doing. Um, but somehow I find myself <laughs> a sniveling mess on the ski slope <laughs> in the ice. So... Um, how did I get onto that ski slope? So four years ago, as I said, um, decided it would be a good idea to learn how to ski. Now, there's a couple of challenges that come along when you're trying to learn how to ski as an adult. So I'm going to tell you about four of them. <laughs> the first one is the gear. Man, that shit is expensive. And... <laughs> And I am cheap. I am not going to walk into REI or Bobo's or any mountain shop and say, all right, money's not an option. Give me your best-looking ski clothes and your finest skis. That just wasn't going to happen. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to like this or be good at it or, you know, do it for years. I don't know. So the gear, skis, boots, poles, easy. You just rent that, easy peasy. There's another piece of hardware that's pretty important to skiing, and that's the helmet. You know, in case you do go skittering off that slope and run into a tree, you want to protect your noggin. And I'm not going to rent one of those. <laughs> That's just, like, gross. You know, there's, like, a thousand heads in this sweat bucket. So... <laughs> so I do. I go into Bobo's, and I'm like, I need a helmet. I'm not going to spend a lot of money. I find the cheapest helmet I can. And when you don't spend a lot of money, you're going to get something ugly. I hate to say it, but, yes, this thing was ginormous. 
just this huge black globe over my head. I mean, if you didn't recognize me coming down the slope with my really awkward ski form, you're going to definitely see me with this horrible helmet. <laughs> Apparel, I, I had to piece that together. I had some old pants from snowshoeing. They look more like garbage bags than, than anything. I think I borrowed a coat. So my first day on the slopes, needless to say, I look like a walking garage sale. <laughs> I, I try not to be too vain about clothes and that kind of stuff, but if I'm honest, there's this little thing in the back of my head because my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend is like a really kick-ass skier. She's so good, and she looks like she walks right out of an REI magazine. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm here in my garage sale clothes. But... <laughs> Okay, second, second challenge, and that is the chairlift. I mean, oh my gosh, especially as a beginning skier, I'm more afraid of this thing than I am going down the mountain. I mean, when you're brand new skiing, you're in these skis and you're trying to figure out how to get in line and, and you've got to get perfect timing. Here comes this chair and you've got to sit down, right? Right as it's going to sweep you off. Once you're up there, that's cool. Like, you can chill on the chair. I like the ride. But then you got to get off. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to negotiate this? There's a ramp, and it's, like, steeper than anything on the bunny slope. It's, like, only, like, six feet. But when you're on the bunny slope, you're on the bunny slope chair with a bunch of other brand-new skiers. So, and they, they don't know how to get off the chairlift either. And so, inevitably, there's this pile of humanity... <laughs> that you have to negotiate off the chairlift as you're going down this steep ramp. So, yeah, it's no fun. All right, so if there was one piece of advice I might give you as an adult if you're learning to ski, you probably don't want to have your significant other teaching you. And <laughs> thank goodness this isn't a story about that. Uh, we realized this early on, and so I took lessons. I took a bunch of lessons and got lots of good advice. And that first day, I was so proud of myself. I made it down that bunny slope perfectly. I didn't fall down. I was, like, going pretty fast, I thought. <laughs> And tell my loving boyfriend, videos me on the slope. I'm happy. I don't care. Until he sets it to the theme song from the Muppets, you know, Menomina. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. <laughs> but I made it. So take a bunch of lessons. I'm figuring this stuff out. The third challenge is um, when you're an adult and you look like me, a garage sale, you're inevitably going to attract a bunch of advice. And I call this the mansplaining challenge. <laughs> because any guy that's on the chairlift with you, oh, yeah, hey, I noticed you're renting. Are you just learning how to ski? Yeah, I'm just learning how to ski. Oh, well, I've got all these tips for you. Like uh, everything from what kind of gear you're supposed to buy to, okay, when you're learning, you got to have your arms out like this, and then you turn like this, you make lines in the snow. No, no, no. You hold your poles out like this, and you keep your body straight, and you go like, so you have like all this. It's like a cacophony of advice in your head, and you're not sure which advice to take. Um, somehow I made it through all that storm of, of advice. Made it through three seasons, and by the end of the third season, I was able to go down Black Diamond Runs. Oh my gosh. I mean, at first the bunny slope terrified me. Now I'm going down Black Diamonds, maybe not gracefully, but I'm doing it. So how did I get on that icy slope? It's the first day of my fourth season, and the last day of my third season, I made it down this run just fine. So 
no problem, I've got this. You know, it's been three, four years now. I've got the apparel that matches. I got a helmet for Christmas, so now, you know, it looks, I don't look quite much like a garage sale. I've got the confidence. I'm going up the ski lift. It's going to be great. Get off the ski lift. And (laughs) within a few turns down this run, it's quickly apparent that the first day of the season is not like the last day of the season. (laughs) One, you've had all summer to forget whatever skills you picked up (laughs) in the last couple seasons. And the snow conditions are completely different. This is not like piles of soft, pillowy spring snow. This is like early season. You're not supposed to say icy in the ski business. You're supposed to say firm, but it's icy. (laughs) And since there's not a ton of snow, everything looks so much more steep than, than it is in the spring. And so I am just terrified. I find myself absolutely terrified. Um, it's the only black diamond that's run that's open. So of course the entire ski resort, anybody with any modicum of skill and talent is on this run with you. And I'm like trying to get down the run and it's just like a freeway. Snowboarder, <laughs> skier, guy that falls down and is sliding out of control. It's just like, and, and so like I said, I froze. I, I, I'm like, I cannot do this. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I need to physically point my skis down the hill and get down to the bottom, and I can't do it. But there's nothing else I can do. Like, you can't take your skis off and walk down. That's more dangerous. <laughs> I guess I could maybe call the ski patrol and be like, I'm a scared old lady. I can't get off the, I can't get off the ski run. But, you know, they're there to help people that are hurt. I'm not going to bother them. And so I'll tell you, there is something about that intense fear, and it doesn't even have to be that intense. My life's not in danger. But in my mind, it it was intense fear, and it focuses your mind. You know, when people compliment my work, um, often they use the word fearless. You know, I write stories that people don't want me to write, and I like hearing that I'm fearless. I'm a confident, strong person. Of course I'm fearless. But it's not always true. In my professional life, or definitely on that ski run. But like I said, with that, that moment of fear that's crystallizing your mind, you know that it's really just your mind that you got to engage to get past the fear. Um, and when you do that, the sense of accomplishment is much, much better than if you hadn't felt fear at all. So I did just that. I focused, made it down a few turns, sat down and cried. <laughs> got back up. Focused, did a few turns, cried. This is me kind of repeat, but I, <laughs> I made it down the mountain. Uh, I, this mountain's not going to beat me, so I get back on a chairlift, not the chairlift, because I wasn't going down that run again. But I did a blue run, so I could feel pretty good about myself. Got down to the bottom of that. I was still pretty shaky and stirred up, and um, it just, you know, a basket case. Um, And so this is where I said there were going to be four challenges I was going to talk to you about. The fourth challenge when you're learning to ski or just skiing is navigating the insanely high prices of resort food and booze. (laughs) (laughs) And I will tell you at the end of this day, that was a challenge that I gave into. I went straight into that bar. I paid 15 bucks for a Bloody Mary. It was the best one I've ever had. This podcast was produced by the Reno Gazette Journal. I'm Mike Higdon. Thanks for listening to the Reno Storytellers Project.